this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, uh, what is up, good people of, of Earth? How are things going? It is another Thursday, therefore, it is another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox here, only on New Regal Radio. I want to introduce you all to the new backdrop. Yes! New backdrop. I have ditched the shiny vinyl for uh, some fabric back- backing drapes that if you look uh, here, I feel like a weatherman. If you look here, we have a storm front. We have uh, a lot of wrinkles in here. And I should have thought of that beforehand, but that really speaks to the kind of week I've been having because this shit right here, like, this is this is about as professional as it gets here on the box, and this is mad. I'll see what I can do about the wrinkles by next week, but for right now, I feel it actually makes things look a little better. It's not as distracty. Uh, it's not as bright, but I don't know. I might have to put in, like, a box, like, up here that just says the Hard Rock Lunch Box the whole time, the whole episode. Maybe I'll do that. It'll look like, uh, I don't know, like news. Like, in today's story, we have this man. Like, but in reality, in today's story, we have this man, which is unfortunate. By the way, like, I, I know I've said it. I've referenced it a couple times, because I don't know where everybody's at in the, uh, I want to say the post-COVID world, but it's definitely, like, not just the post-COVID world, right? Because people have been experiencing this forever, but, like, man, I am just sometimes just shocked by my appearance, and not ever in a good way. I'm never like, oh, god damn, yeah. I'm always like, god damn. <laughs> that is a completely different reaction, but, man, I... I turn. <laughs> I, have, I have a laptop right in front of me. This thing right here, actually. There's a there's a scratch on my screen. It's it's really weird. It's it's super bothering. Like you ever see those photos of like UFOs where it's like just this black line, like in the thing. Like that's what I got. And I'm not th- I'm not saying there's a UFO on my laptop screen because that would be crazy. But also like I don't know how I did it. I mean, this is my portable. Like it's a laptop. Like great, they're all portable. But this is the one I actually use. Like I take to the studio and I'll record there. It's also the one I'll use in different places in my house whenever I'm doing any voiceover stuff. Um, so it, it's the one that gets the the worst treatment, I guess. But it gets you know. Anyway, I don't know where the scratch came from, but I was like touching it because that's you know what you do, and it's like oh no, that's on there. It's like literally dead pixels. So uh, sorry, laptop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I have a camera here. I have the laptop here and the camera, the Logi. The Logitech system sits on top, and I just <laughs> I just turned it on, and like what happens is basically like the program comes up, and then poof, it's like looking right at you. But man, it gave me like okay, I don't know that I do this. I, maybe I've done this, but I, I know people that do this when you like you're gonna get dressed and you're gonna go out for something, and it's like you stand in front of the mirror and you're like, oh no, 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 not that because it's not gonna work or whatever. Like that's literally what I did, but like with my face and the rest of my head. And uh, 
I, I don't know how to change that before <laughs> we're going out of the box. I got to tell you, it is so... Like, I'm glad I can still laugh about it, but man, it takes so much out of me personally, and I think probably other people. Just It is just so exhausting trying to fix yourself all the time and then just realizing like how it's just not getting any better you know like i'm not i'm not aging into something like i can't wait you know it's not like a 12 year old like don't worry you're gonna grow you know you'll get taller and i'm over that hump you know what i mean like it's not (laughs) it's not like 10 more years man it's gonna get pretty good like that's that's not it. I'm definitely. I don't feel like I'm going down the other side of the mountain. But what I'm what I'm saying is I might be at the top of the mesa, like, <laughs> like and then just wallowing around in this mess. But like, I know that COVID like really messed everybody up, and and not COVID specific. Although COVID specifically has definitely messed people up. But just the era of, um, you know, I want to say like laziness, but that's not quite right. It's like the inability to actually act and be normal in society and normal things like I just I have not been able to recover from that and, and a lot whenever I speak to people like I, I don't like I'll say it here like in, in public but I don't speak to a lot of people about it directly because honestly it's embarrassing it's, it's humiliating humiliating and I'm shamed and all that other stuff for just like how I am and how I've you know basically all I've become like uh, I should have listened to that song more, uh, but it's just you know it it just sucks. But anyway, that was my that was my existence about two minutes before the show started. So yay for me! It is another hard work lunchbox. It's another Thursday. We're in year nine of this stupid show, which is definitely hitting me in different ways. I still have not put together an anniversary show, which means I probably won't. Uh, so I'll probably just do something around Thanksgiving, like always, like thankful for ever, and then the New Year's will be. Um, something. I don't know. I don't care. I mean, does anybody really care? No, it's just going to be the same thing. Nobody likes the countdown shows anyway, but nobody really likes the other shows. <laughs> I don't know that they don't like the countdown shows more than any other show, but like, I guess as, a, I guess as shows go, the regular show is probably better. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. I do have some stuff to talk about. Um, but it's time to get to housekeeping. Everybody's least favorite part of the show. So there is a brand new top 20 out. Uh, it is the one where I do disgusting things basically to the microphone and no, it's not what you think. It's just basically close-ups of me and me talking like this into the microphone, which unless you're, what is that? ASMR? I forget exactly what it stands for, but unless you're into that sort of thing. I mean, I could chew potato chips on. Actually, I can't chew potato chips, but I can't, I can't even say potato chips. (laughs) I can't chew potato chips and I can't say potato chips, potato chips, potato chips, potato chips. At least it's not platypus. I can say platypus all day, but sorry. Uh, I can't have potato chips. Uh, apparently, I have some sort of now new systemic problem with sunflower oil and safflower oil because why not? <laughs> apparently, it is the hottest ticket in town to be something that DJ has a problem with. And yes, I am speaking about myself in third person because it's cool to do that, right, Jimmy? It's always a no. Yeah, I didn't. still not tired of that drop. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I thought the sound was off for what it's worth. I don't think it's off anymore, so I guess that's good. It's always a no! Yeah. <laughs> um, but the top 20 is out. It's funny, uh, the last top 20 had like 30-something views, so I don't know if I just hit an algorithm 
or if I was making a good point. I did hear from a friend of mine that I usually argue politics with on uh, Facebook, and he did sort of say, well, he didn't sort of. He said, you know, he saw the show and you know, basically said, you know, you made a good point and stuff. Like, And I appreciate that. I always appreciate that feedback from anyone and everyone willing to give it because I am a bottomless void of neediness in terms no it's not true i don't really i don't really need that it's not it, but it is nice to hear and i do recognize uh that it's important especially when people that kind of cross the aisle be like hey i understand that point i had said a friend of mine a long time ago i was talking about how horrible it was that people were giving um shit to people that were still wearing masks like protecting one's own health like it literally like what you could and should do for yourself and he was like you make a good point and i'm never going to do that again and i was like awesome because that really is like if i make a point and actually change somebody's behavior because i have presented evidence not only is that very hard to do and very you know rare it's just it's important especially if i think especially if we collectively think it makes you know the world kind of a better place because i will tell you the world is getting way worse and uh you know we can get into that in a few minutes but um yeah good upstanding citizens uh, blah 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 cool names yeah racism dangers of fracking you know your standard show right that's that's what we do here it's kind of whatever's going on whatever i've uh, been uh misfortunate enough to see in the morning before i get here will then become uh your problem and that's how we do things here uh, also i'm getting blown off apparently by the people that did our uh, lyric video, so I'm going to have to really kind of step it up and try and reach them. I don't know. What... I don't know. I, I I mean, it's not uncommon, especially in the post-COVID world, to like not get stuff done because people aren't doing their lift, like their share. Like it, it's it's one thing to be like, okay, I order this, but we have supply chain. First of all, knock it off with the supply chain issues. What you have is a labor problem because you don't want to pay. Anyway. Um, but it's completely another thing to just like just drop off the map because you know you don't drop off the radar because you just don't want to do the work. And I'm finding that a lot. I've talked a bunch about that about like the millennials and the twenty somethings. Like they just don't want to work. It's like yeah, no shit, there, junior. Nobody really wants to work. We all want to just be famous and be influencers. And yes, some of you are actually able to become you know famous and influencers. I do want to kind of let you know though that as soon as your looks go, a lot of that goes away. And I'm not trying to supermodel bash anybody. I'm just telling you kind of how it works. So just be prepared for that downfall because it's coming. I know I was prepared. And I found out that I was not even remotely prepared <laughs> for the downfall that I've been going through the past couple of years. But, oh, well. Um, Bacon is my podcast. There's a full interview with Jeremy and the Harlequins. At least I know who they are. So that's cool. So be sure and check that out. It's on Strangerhood TV, as is all BIMP sort of stuff, and of course the uh, Top 20 is always on Stranger TV every Thursday morning, and uh, yeah, slow news day here at the box, right? Alright, so just briefly just because it's important, uh, anybody sort of following political stuff out of Florida um, well actually first uh, in political news, I just want to congratulate I don't remember her name, but uh, a native uh, a Native Alaskan uh, was the first Native Alaskan ever elected to Congress last night because she beat Sarah Palin. That is good news. And I'm not just saying just because somebody's a Native Alaskan makes them better. I'm saying that just because it's not Sarah Palin makes it better. So that's great. So Sarah Palin won't be in Congress, at least not now, which is, thank God, or whoever. 
whoever, whatever deity you believe in. Like that's that's really good news. Uh, but in terms of what's going on in Florida, I just want to say really quickly, just I, I try not to like raise the alarm all that often, but I will say what's going on right now with the seizure of documents from Mar-a-Lago is baffling to me and i am not a legal analyst i am not a legal scholar i do know enough about like supreme court stuff and i talk probably ad nauseum about that kind of stuff and i much to the dismay of my listening audience um, but i do know enough basic law to be able to read laws and understand how they get applied and i have been saying for months that i don't think anything is going to happen to the former president, mainly because he's the former president, and there's a lot of leeway given. In fact, if you read, what is it, Bagman? Rachel Maddow's book, our expose of like what was going on during the Nixon administration, specifically, I think, Spiro Agnew, and just about how illegal and corrupt everything was, and the, the take at the Justice Department is like, we don't really have the authority to kind of go after one of the branches of government like that. We just... It's not how it works. And, you know, people talk about the founding fathers and stuff like that. Like the people that were the founding fathers, I mean, yeah, they were corrupt in their own way, but they believed in this country and most of them had fought for it. And that's not exactly who we've got uh, running things now. And so that's I think it was like beyond expectation that the president would be a crook. I mean, they, they do have ways to impeach, but those were for like, you know, what was it? High crimes and misdemeanors and stuff like that. That's not like. Like, not shakedown money. You know what I mean? You're not expecting the vice president of the United States to be, like, a con artist, like, in taking bribes. Like, you're supposed to be, like, the nobility of the office and that kind of stuff. So that happened back then. And so I just I just don't think that they're ever going to do anything with Trump. But what's happening right now is that his Trump's legal defense team is throwing up arguments about basically about what happened with the search and seizure and the documents that they found. But the, the arguments they're putting up aren't in his favor and i don't i don't quite understand that like the the national um like the whole national security administration like the nsa and stuff like that like there are some documents that like even if they aren't classified you aren't allowed to have them in a non-government facility like you just you're not like you know like some books you're just not allowed to take out of the library it's like that and even their claims are like, well, yes, we had these documents, but they're not, you know, they're not super classified. And and and, and the government's going like, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> like, like, you're not allowed to have any of those documents. And I, I don't know why they're making these arguments. It's be it's beyond bananas. And you know, I, I just didn't think that anything was going to come of like, well, he's gotten these documents and he's not supposed to have those. And even the espionage thing is like would be almost impossible to prove because like as a former head of state he's going to talk to other head of states and like yep he's got secure information i mean i know that the intelligence agency is definitely checking out to see if they've outed anybody uh with that but like how big of a deal is that i mean dick cheney did that to valerie flame like and they proved it like he outed a cia agent because he didn't like her husband like that happened when he was in office so Nothing ever went down with that. I mean, yeah, people were like, I'm mad, but it never actually did anything. So I don't think that's going to happen. But this obstruction thing is becoming more and more and more apparent because they keep kind of admitting to it. So I still don't think anything is going to go down at the end of the day. But, like, for those of you that are like kind of watching the news and, like, kind of want to know maybe what to focus on, 
keep an eye on this obstruction thing because that's bad. Like obstruction of justice of federal in, uh, of a federal investigation. Like that's a felony. Like. And as much as I want the dude to have a felony on his record so that he can't run anymore and maybe we can end some of this nonsense and he can just be annoying off in the distance, like, I I, I would have bet against it. But, man, keep stepping in it. Like, I, like, you're basically saying, like, yes, I obstruct it, but also I'm allowed to do it because I'm me. Like, that's... Have you ever tried that defense with a police officer? Like, yes, I was speeding, but I'm allowed to speed because I'm speeding. You know what he's going to do? Cop's going to look right in your face and be like, It's always a no! You're goddamn right, it's always a no. Anyway, that's enough about political. So, what I want to talk about today, besides my incredibly itchy nose, is, um, so I had a funny thing happen uh, last week. Funny to me. Might not be funny to you, but I guess we'll find out in a minute. Think it'll be funny? It's always a no! Yeah, probably. So anyway... They don't usually drop names of people uh, that I work with because it's their privacy. But in this particular case, it's really important. So I was working on a tech project with a very, very important person at a very, very large company. Um, And this woman was... She wasn't my counterpart. She was basically my boss's counterpart. And... um, but, But was working with me directly because I... Because it was a tech thing. Like, there's no point for my boss to get involved other than, do you got this? Because my boss is very hands-off like that. And we've worked together for, you know, almost two decades, so it's fine. Um, So I was handling it. But the woman's name was Sarita. S-A-R-A-T-I. And I'm dealing in full tech. And I just figured a name like that was probably Indian or Pakistani. Like, and it wasn't like... You know, uh, it was a very nondescript last name. It wasn't like Gupta or something like that, but it was like it could have been. Like it, it really could have been. And so weeks, weeks, I've been working with this woman, and I, you know, I, I don't know if everybody does this, but I guess I, f- I form some sort of mental image like of who I'm talking to and who I'm dealing with, and that's, I don't know, it's, it's not really a coping mechanism. I think it just pops. I mean, I'm not like, oh, well, this probably looks like Grimace from McDonald's, but like you know, some sort of image, like. Um, I've, I, and I get it wrong all the time. Like I was dealing with somebody named Kai not too long ago, and my only instance of Kai is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But this Kai was a dude, and I honestly thought Kai was a woman for years. And then I actually he had a little avatar, and I was like, oh, Mr. Kai. All right, cool. Little Turtles reference for anyone that's listening. My buddy Mikey would probably get that one. Um, Kai worked for Shredder really need to know it all but anyway so i finally have a zoom meeting because we're at a point where um uh, sarita is going to bring on the shipping manager and just wants to go over kind of the sop of what we're going to do the tech has basically been roughed out but like now it's going to be like how are we going to use this so we have this meeting and on the screen uh, just above the name sarita is a an incredibly white Middle America, I think, woman, possibly Oregon, possibly, or I'm not making any judgments that way. But I literally thought for a second, I was like, that's, that's not Serena. <laughs> and I, 
It's so not a big deal, and it didn't change anything for me. I mean, it did kind of remind me of like the Tom Segura thing, because like when I'm when I'm dealing like in tech, like I tend to deal with a lot of Asians and a lot of uh, Indians and Pakistanis. It just it just is, right? Security tends to be a little whiter, uh, and this is ex- experiential. I'm not stereotyping or racist. Just experiential and anecdotally, tech uh, security seems to be a little bit whiter, uh, but actual down t- down to like actual tech tends to be. Uh, Asian or kind of like the subcontinent and stuff like that. So, so it didn't change anything. But I was thinking about this, and actually, after the meeting was done, I went upstairs and I was talking to Charlotte, and I, was like, I told her this exact situation, and I ended it with, you know, I know you're not supposed to like judge a book by its cover, but I truly believe that you should be able to judge uh, a book by its title. <laughs> And I decided that I guess I was doing exactly that, you know. And I thought about it like kind of like Tale of Two Cities. Okay. All right. Gives me a thing. Fifty Shades of Grey. Not quite sure what that is. Moby Dick. Could be almost anything. Could be almost anything. So maybe you can't judge a book by its title. But I thought it was funny. And I will tell you honestly right here on the box, I'll admit to you, Hi, my name is DJ, and I will be judging books by their title probably for the rest of ever. So <laughs> it's about as good as it's going to get. <laughs> I thought it was a funny story. I do have more to that story, but honestly, we're 20 minutes in. And isn't everybody just sick of me talking yet? I mean, like I am. <laughs> Jimmy? That's my dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> Well, as I said, uh, this week I spent a lot of time basically just falling apart, falling into a much deeper chasm than I was the week before, which if you had asked me at that point, I would have said, I don't think that's possible. But yet I'm here to tell you from deeper down the canyon that elusive rock bottom, still a ways to go. So I thought this song was appropriate. We can rock out or not. I don't care. I'm going to be here at the other side because that's what we do here on The Box. Everybody in the entire world is a stupid idiot. Hard rock. Except me. I am a genius.
Rivals was in town over the weekend. They played with a band called Dragged Under. I checked them out. Grab something just for you good people here on the box. It's instability. Just for you guys. The rest of you, don't listen. Hard Rock Lunch Box. That's a great ending to that song, by the way. <laughs> like, well, well done. Definitely sounds like a Rebel 9 move, but not currently. So, I... I... I, I wasn't going to play this because it is just too ridiculous, but it earwormed its way into my brain, and you know the rule. If it's in my head, it's in yours. Enjoy. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, we referenced Miss Vanessa Carlton last week when we were talking about how much better Michelle Branch is than Taylor Aircorn. Sorry, Taylor. It just happens to be true. But Q is right. We've definitely dragged off to the left somewhere. It's time to set things right. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Ah, feel a little better. <laughs> I love that song. It's the Enemy of the Night from North Lane. So in Rebel 9 news, something's going on today that I had actually, to be perfectly honest, totally forgot about. I set this up a couple weeks ago. I set it to be for September 1st because I know how busy August is for people, and I just don't know... Honestly, I don't know what the rules are anymore. Like, I'm, I've been doing this long enough to know that, like, you you had to be careful when you would release EPs and records if you were spinning for college radio, which, of course, for a lot of my career, that was a target market. Uh, but you had to be careful when you were doing it. So you didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it too late in August because it would just get lost as the transition of people from August to September at the college stadium, college stations uh, happen. You don't want to do it too early in September because they're just getting settled and they're just playing with it. They're, they've they already have what they want to play, but you don't want to do it too late because then there are people. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and whenever you talk to people that are in in college radio promotion, like they'll tell you all this. Actually, like um, a very good friend who I who I became friends with because she handled our very first. Uh, I think she handled the Spartacle. Yeah, I think G Davies Spartacle record when we did that one. Uh, Sally ran the. Um, college promotion for Spartacle and for She Sells Smiles. I don't remember if we did one for the Diaries. I, I really don't remember. It might not have been appropriate because it got it got heavier. It went from you know much poppier to much heavier so I don't think it was appropriate for college radio or wasn't worth it uh, considering like SOU was playing us on the regular and that was really like the big one uh, Seton Hall in New Jersey so that was the bigger one around here and Stony Brook of course was always playing us. Um so we didn't really have to do much. But anyway, my point is, like, I always had to worry about that. So I set up a promotion uh, to start on September 1st because it seemed like a good idea. Now, I've never done one of these things before. I actually hooked up with a, I guess they're an online social media marketing. They're not really marketing, but they're, um, I don't know what they are. To be perfectly honest, I don't know what they're called. It's, it's part of the new industry, and, I'm, and I think I'm just, I'm too old to understand all these things. And I, I don't mean, like, park in my day, and I'm going to go sit on the on the rocking chair but as i've been saying for like the past couple of years like i'm just i'm not as invested in the the marketing and promotion of the band as i used to be and certainly not as much as i should be because i can't do it full time anymore and i just i don't i don't physically have the time and nobody from the band is stepping up to do it and and that's not even their fault i don't even know who in the band is qualified to do it at this point the only reason i was qualified is because i was doing it for 20 years so 15 15 years say 15 um but yeah so i don't know it's a it's a big it's a big production, and I mean, we'll see. I mean, I worked out a plan with them because I wasn't going to pay full price or something. I just didn't know that was going to work, especially since rock is just getting harder and harder and harder to do anything. And 
um, you know, to the point where like I'm considering whether or not to do just like a spinoff project that's just more pop, or find somebody that can sing some like really screamo metal and go that way. I, I I don't know because I know what I am currently doing in Rebel Nine with me up front singing is not. Is, is, is like everyone's least favorite genre right now, which sucks. But I'm going to give this a shot. It, it works a little bit more internationally, which I think is better for us because for whatever reason, Rebel 9 seems to do pretty well. Like in the in the former Soviet bloc countries, we do pretty well in South America and we do pretty well in Asia. We do okay in America, but like whenever I get those big reports, it's always, you know, you're, you're people listening to you in Sweden or people are listening to you in Brazil or, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of all over the place and it's kind of hard to kind of figure out like what to do because what i really can't do is go over to japan right now and just promote you know an ep so anyway i have been tracking our spotify numbers for the past couple of weeks and it seems like the basic trend is that we pick up a couple of we pick up a couple of followers every now and then uh we lose big swaths of followers sometimes and you know like 10 or 20 uh and i don't know if those are bot followers because i found out a lot about bots by the way this past week because i was they're, they're changing, I know I'm all over the place, I'm sorry, but they're changing the way they're doing the stats for Libsyn, which is the, my podcast hosting company, and so you have now two options, and one of them is like this other option that filters out bots, and I found that like maybe like 50 of my downloads a week were from bots, and I don't understand why that, uh, 50 downloads of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, sorry if I wasn't clear, I don't understand why that is, I barely, you know, it's not like I, it's not like I market the show, like I've been saying for, what is it, nine years now, that I really should probably start doing that so i don't know why bots are downloading the show i don't really care but i i did want to find out like why that was and apparently bots are all over spotify too and i and i do know that because you can certainly utilize them but if you're not utilizing them i don't know why they're interacting with my spotify page and they said that once you get over a certain amount of traction sometimes bots just sort of pick up on that and they do stuff i think we've all posted an instagram thing every now and again where we're like Hey man, here's something from our last show, and then there's an automatically. You should post that here. It's like it's that kind of stuff. So I don't know what that actually means. I don't know that I have the ability to care, but I do know that our top four or five songs they pick up anywhere from five to forty plays every day, which is pretty impressive when you get a forty, uh, and honestly, very impressive when you get a five. So I've been watching that so I can sort of see what the actual in, uh, impact is going to be. It's gonna. They're actually promoting it to TikTok, which is the first time that. Rebel 9 has ever promoted anything to TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account, so I don't exactly know what they're going to do, but I guess I'll figure it out. But uh, I did have to pick a song, and the one that they graded the highest as the most likely to um, to catch attention on TikTok and, and social media. Just in general, it's probably no surprise to anybody. They picked. Uh, they, they said Keep You Near was definitely the one to go with. Blue was a close second, so if this works out, I'll be doing one with Blue as well. But I guess we'll just kind of see what happens. But in the meantime, here's a version absolutely nobody but you are going to hear. Well, you can hear it on YouTube. I did post this video on YouTube, and you can check it out on YouTube if you want. But I'm not promoting that. I'm not putting things that, like, this is, this one's for us and for you.
in so close You have to let it go The chains are meant to hold Far too much for these hands The story's all been told There's nothing left to understand But the very breath that steals us all Facing we've been told Pride out of my hands To witness and behold To ever understand Don't hold on Don't get lost in the sound Of the voices that keep you near Don't hold on Don't get caught in the sound Of all that you've seen Leaving hurts the most But it's the only way to go To brace against the cold To fall into these new hands To never getting old To never understand Don't Hold on, don't get lost in the sound of the voices that keep you near. Don't hold on, don't get caught in the sound of all that you've seen here. just in, oh wait, there we go, this just in, a Russian oil executive whose company opposed Russia's invasion of Ukraine has reportedly died after falling from a window in Moscow on Thursday. Uh, Reveal Maganov, 67, chairman of Russia's second largest oil producer, Luke Oil, was found dead after suddenly falling from his sixth floor window at Moscow's Central Clinical Hospital, according to Russian news agency Interfax. Media reports said he was being treated at the hospital known as the, quote, Kremlin Clinic, 
because it treats the country's elite for a heart condition. They also said he had complained of being depressed. It was the same hospital where Mikhail Gorbachev, the former Soviet leader, died this week. Maganov is the second executive from Luke Oil to die in mysterious circumstances since the spring. <laughs> yeah. See, I think it's a good idea to challenge the uh, Vladimir Putins of the world in Russia. It's always a no. Yeah, we need it, though. I mean, Navalny's going to be friggin' sainted for what he's doing, but all these other people, yeah, I know it's tough to stand up to, like, real fascism. And this is what's really extra funny to me, like, when everybody on the right keeps complaining about how fascist things are. Like, John Voigt, who's a douchebag anyway, and a total Trump supporter, said that the raid on Mar-a-Lago was basically the start of World War III. Like, dude, the fucking guy broke the goddamn law, and the police basically just did their job. This isn't even as egregious as, like, killing a black man at a traffic stop. Like, this is literally black-letter law, and people are like, ah, this is World War III. Like, you guys are assholes, and they're always the ones that are complaining about, we're being run by fascists and all that other stuff. No. Go live in Russia for half a minute, and that's what it's like to be living under a total dictatorship and a total fascist state. So why don't you just shut the fuck up and listen to some classic Megadeth? Like how I did that? Me too. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Ah, it's your Triple D, your daily dose of Deftones. I mean, we can make that a new segment. Your weekly daily dose of Deftones. Probably a good name for it, no? It's always a no! Oh, listen, you don't have to always be so negative, Jimmy. <laughs> so, you ever hear, like, you ever come across, like, those artists or bands and stuff, and, like, you literally have no idea who they are, but you just know the name because they're that level of famous? Like, uh, Ari- Ariana Grande is like that. Like, I know who she is. I have no idea what she's done. Uh, I think I think I know who she's done because I think she's when, with Pete Davidson, but I... You know, I can't speak to that. I'm just, but like people on that level. Well, this past week, I actually had occasion to listen to Demi Lovato, whose name I have heard for years, and I've never heard a single, single song she's done. I wasn't even entirely sure she was a musician until last week, but I guess that's what she do because uh, she has some stuff. But the only reason I listen to it at all is because she's got a brand new song out, and it features one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah, it's Demi Lovato with Dead Sarah. It's called Help Me in the Box. Hard rock. Lunch box. Follow. I need 
has new music out brand new record uh, I forget what the name of it's called because I suck at my job the song's called You Make Me Feel Like It's Halloween it's not it's like just barely September dude like yo but man I guess I guess that's what happens when you're muse hard rock lunch box a little something new from Bayside so it's the uh, time when we get to the box where we where we where we must as a group make a decision I know, but on this week's episode of Does It Box, I've got new music from Silver Sun Pickups, who I really like. I just can't figure out if I like this song. So I turn it over to you, the quorum of experts that makes up the Hard Rock Lunchbox listening audience available only on 99WNRR.com. You can go to hardrocklunchbox.com and find a link to get your ass on over there, or... We are now, I know, because of the advent of cool technology, we are now accepting telepathic uh, instructions and comments and voting. Telepathic voting, ladies and gentlemen. That way, uh, it can't be rigged. You can just tell when a show is just shitting the bed because I'm too tired. This has been one of those times, and will probably continue to be one of those times. But doesn't change the facts. We must find out. Does it box? I don't know. I don't know. You have to let me know on the other side. It's Empty Nest on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I know I should know this one, and I know how much I suck because I just don't know this one, but did Crash Transit play The Bitter End yet? Did That that already happened, I think. Uh, if not, please go see them at <laughs> The Bitter End. <laughs> And uh, definitely just enjoy a great show because they're a great band. Uh, if it already happened, I hope you enjoyed it. It's happened yet again in America. Another deadly school shooting. Three students killed, at least eight others injured, including a teacher. The suspected gunman is in custody. He's 15 years old. The 58th shooting on school grounds this year.
Punch Box. Now I know what you're thinking. That sound is supposed to mean only one thing. Well, I'm here to tell you that's that's been a lie this whole time. Is it true, Jimmy? Does it mean only one thing? It's always a no. Well, you heard it from the man himself. We here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox take requests very seriously. Very seriously. I mean, relatively serious. Well, not really seriously. We take them under advisement, kind of, sometimes. But every now and then a request comes in, and the powers that be here, not me, the powers that be here do deem it grantable. And this will be one of those times. So if you're expecting to hear Craving Strange right now... Well, not always. Let's not... <laughs> I'm so tired. I am that tired where you just know, like that Homer Simpson tired, where the front of your brain is definitely like doing something other than you're doing. That's where I am right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and play a song. It's Craving Strain, a Craving Strange adjacent. We don't break all the rules. This isn't Mar-a-Lago, people. See what I did there? I actually just winked at nothing. <laughs> I did one of those like... Ah. Arg. But, um, what was I doing? Oh, yeah. It's a little something from Bacon is My Passion. I know, right? Didn't see that one coming. Death Be a Woman. On the box.
Talks. Yeah, man, we are all out of show. I know. It just kind of came and went, as many things do, especially around this time every goddamn week. What, 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 what am I going to do? It's not me. It's you. So it's time for me to leave. I think everybody's going to appreciate that. Thank you for spending some of your Thursday afternoon with me. I hope you heard something you like. I hope we engaged some conversation that made you think a little bit, or at least, uh, I don't know, made you feel better. Didn't make you feel better. Had a tattoo. Didn't have a tattoo. One of those. But, uh, yeah. So, I wasn't sure what I was going to play. I had a request to play something specifically at the end of this. Uh, but I was given some... I was given some variants. <laughs> and as much as I wanted to play a Weird Al Yankovic parody of said song, I decided that I would just play nice. Play a song we can all dance ourselves out. So... Q, if you want to go ahead and turn this off, because I know you're at work and have a reputation to uh, to maintain, I will be doing the same here as well. But for the rest of you, I guess it's I guess it's time to say to say bye, or or bye bye, or hard rock lunch box.